Ministries podcast. I know we've been away for a while, and I do apologize about that. As we've all experienced at one time or another, life happens, and I'm working on getting a little better about getting content out fairly regularly, and I'm working on trying to get some really cool guests to come on the show and be able to give you some other perspectives besides my own. But today I want to kind of revisit some stuff that we had covered earlier. And I say that because it kept coming up in my life and was really appropriate to give to some friends and some officers that I know that were dealing with some stuff. Because I think when we deal with the frustrations of the job as first responders, they kind of just become part of the background, right? We get so used to being frustrated and annoyed with maybe policy that's coming out with a department or dealing with the public and the same stuff day in and day out there, the same people day in and day out there, and just generally being burnt out, overworked, and underappreciated. That tends to be true for most first responders, and I suspect that you probably find yourself there as well. And as I was dealing with my own frustrations, I came to the realization that they were really starting to affect me mentally, emotionally, and spiritually as they became such a constant companion. I just found them really weighing me down and and really just felt like they were, you know, that 100-pound rucksack on my back as I went through every day. And my wife, being the wonderful woman that she is, and if you know her, you know that I'm right, and she's a saint because, well, she has to put up with me, among other things. But... She sent me this scripture that we're going to look at and sent it to me a few times. And the first time it was kind of like, okay, yeah, that's really cool. And it's good advice. But of course, I didn't take it. 
So she sent it to me again. And I said, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. And it sat there. And as I'm looking back through text messages one day, I come back across this. And this scripture keeps coming to my mind throughout the course of a day or most of a day. And it worked its way into a conversation or two that I was having with some officers who were feeling their own 100-pound rucksack of frustration and so uh, if you're one of the officers that I am a chaplain to you probably received this in a text from me uh, a couple of weeks ago but we're going to look at it again today it's found in the book of Philippians chapter 4 starting in verse 8 we're going to concentrate on 8 and 9 but I am a big fan of context in Scripture, and so I will also encourage you to relate these verses to some of the previous verses, especially in uh, chapter 4. But verse 8 reads, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Do what you have learned and received and heard from me and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. These are the words of the Apostle Paul to the church in Philippi. And as I reflected on this scripture when I was trying to sort through my own frustrations and issues and what have you, I kept coming back to Whatever is true, whatever is just, and as Paul goes on, he says, dwell on these things. In other words, think about these things over and over again. And I truly believe that in our lives, no matter what is going on, we will have things in life that are true. We will have things in life that are honorable, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely, and that are commendable. Things that are of moral excellence and things that are praiseworthy. If we find ourselves dwelling on these things, and sometimes you have to start small. So I found myself sitting there. Whatever is true. Well, I've learned over the years that God loves me in spite of myself. That is true. I know that my wife loves me half the time in spite of myself. Whatever is honorable. 
I'd like to think that the work I'm trying to do through 10-7 Ministries and as a law enforcement chaplain, I'd like to think that I try to do that in a way that is honorable. Whatever is just. Now, I'll confess to you, this was something that I really had trouble finding. Now, that doesn't mean it's not there. It just means my brain and my eyes were unable to see it. But when I thought about whatever is pure, okay, I don't have children, but I have a lot of really awesome nieces and nephews. And if any of y'all tend to come across this podcast, love you guys. But the love that my nieces especially, a couple of them who I'm really close to, the love that they have for me, there's something so pure about a child's love, right? When they are so excited to see you and nothing else in the world matters. Sometimes I think that that's a great uh, picture, a great visual for us of how God sees us. And so I found myself really reflecting on these. And like I said, I kind of kept... Going back through this list and thinking of things that were true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, things that are praiseworthy, and I've come to believe and I've come to think that no matter what's going on in our lives, we have these things in our lives, right? And so when you are feeling overwhelmed and overburdened and the frustration and and maybe a bit of the depression has become part of the background i encourage you to embrace the words of the apostle paul and dwell on these things Because, realistically, things probably aren't as bad as we would think them to be, right? And it will kind of help put in perspective how blessed we really are. And so that kind of then puts all the frustrations and everything in a, in a light where we see them as being more temporary and we're able to push forward with dealing with the things that are frustrating. Or we're able to set them aside and realize that, well, maybe we'll have to address them later. Now, remember how I said that I'm always a big fan of context? 
well, then let's take context and let's go back up to verse 4 and and look at some of these things in light of what we read in verse 8 and 9. Verse 4, the Apostle Paul writes, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your graciousness be known to everyone, for the Lord is near. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And maybe I'm wrong here, but I kind of find, found myself thinking that if I'm being thankful to what God has given me, and maybe sometimes it's, I can't really think of a lot to be thankful for, Maybe the way to start that is to go back and think about what is true, honorable, just, etc. Because I've found in my life, God is frequently working in ways that, at least in the moment, are really hard for me to recognize. There are times when I am so frustrated with Maybe my job, the agency, people, that it's really hard for me to sit there and say, God, thank you for giving me a job. And so part of that is getting out of my own way, knowing the kind of person that I am, and I'm, I'm generally a little more pessimistic and so I tend to see the negative in a lot of things, first off. But if I can adopt this idea to dwell on the good, and sometimes it, it involves, in, in practicing this, kind of making a list out and writing down those things that are good, that are honorable, that are just, that are praiseworthy, and really start thinking on these things, it helps me see what God is doing. And therefore, when I pray, I tend to have a bit more of a heart of thanksgiving as I seek after God and, and, and seek His peace. And so, I want to encourage you guys because... I know I'm not the only one that's frustrated with the state of law enforcement and being a first responder in general. I know I'm not the only one who is tired of the way citizens tend to talk to us that work in law enforcement. But the reality of it is I don't have to let that define how I'm feeling. Not saying that I don't get frustrated with it. Not saying that I don't get angry with citizens when they give me a lot of junk. But the reality of it is, 
God is doing so much other things that I'm a fool to let those sort of things and those people, rather, those people that give me a lot of junk and provide a lot of frustration in my life, I'm a fool to give them the power to really determine how I'm feeling. And again, I know throughout the quote-unquote industry of law enforcement, morale is low. And granted, it's probably going to be that way until we see some major changes in the way we do things, either in the courts or the legislature or amongst society. But we don't have to let that lack of morale influence every part of our lives. And I think in these scripture passages that we've looked at, the Apostle Paul can really help us address that if we take a step back. And like I said, it may come down to breaking out a piece of paper or going into the, you know, the memo pad on your phone and making a list of those things that are true, that are honorable, that are just, that are pure that are lovely, that are commendable, things of moral excellence. And and if there's anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. My friends, don't let the worst part of your day define your day. Right? We always say when it, when an officer is on the news for doing something that gets them on the news and not in a good way. Don't let that person's career, that person's life be defined by one, by one bad moment. Well, conversely, don't let your entire emotional, mental, spiritual state be defined by the job and the frustrations of the job because one God is so much bigger than that job right two his love for you is so much bigger than you can ever imagine and if we bother to dwell on that It'll help put other things in perspective. So that's what I want to leave you with today. Think about the things that are pure, honorable, just, true, praiseworthy, and dwell on it. Don't dwell on the things that give us frustration every day not saying you don't deal with them, not saying that they don't get to you every now and again, but it's so easy to dwell on those things. Instead, take the advice of Scripture and dwell on what Paul says to dwell on 
in Philippians 4 and verse 8. I think that that will help you much like it's helped me put some things in perspective and allow you to kind of reset and reprioritize what's going on in life. And though I don't often do this, I want to close this out in prayer tonight. Gracious Lord, I thank you for those who have taken the time to listen. Lord, if they are feeling frustrated with the things of life and the things that come with being a first responder and the frustrations that come with maybe working in law enforcement or the fire service where we see the worst of humanity all too often. Lord, when we get frustrated, would you bring this scripture to mind so that we may dwell on things that you have given us that are true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, praiseworthy so that we may see your presence we may see your love and we may be strengthened to push forward and do the work that you have called us to do Lord we thank you for this day and the love that you show us it's in your name Amen So everyone, thank you again for tuning in. We're really grateful for you and and grateful for the work that you as first responders are doing and that we get to come alongside you even for a little bit and try to encourage you. Please go ahead and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can go to our website, 10-7.org, but you got to spell it out, T-E-N-S-E-V-E-N.org. If there's any way we can be praying for you, you can leave a prayer request there. If you want to partner with us in this ministry, we would welcome your partnership. You can donate there on the website. And know, guys, that we are praying for you often. I'm hoping to get another podcast episode out in the month of May, but uh, my wife is having some pretty major surgery in the middle of May, so everything's kind of contingent on that and her recovery for that. But again, you can always connect with us through our website, through our social media platforms, and we're here for you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Seven. Ten seven. Uh, ten seven. <laughs>